you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, uh, folks. This is Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome, 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 one and all. As always, the Chris Voss Show is the giant family that loves you but doesn't judge you. It has your arms around you and th- says, you are Welcome in the Chris Foss Show family. You can listen to any of the episodes that we've done over 15 years uh, and enjoy them, share them. And sharing is free, too, as well. We don't charge you to listen to the show. We don't charge you to uh, share the show. It makes the one most wonderful gift you can give away because it's the gift of richness, knowledge, and brilliance, and uh, IQisms. <laughs> There's no such word as accusisms. Einstein just called me. He texted me. Uh, anyway, uh, we have all that going on the show. So just so you know, it's there if you want it. And we appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we have amazing guests on the show. And uh, they bring us some of the most brilliant minds because I, everyone knows my mind went a long time ago. The billionaires, the newsmakers, the CEOs, the, the uh, hottest new authors, they're always on the show talking about whatever it is that they want to talk about. I just come on and go, what the hell do you want people want to talk about? And they're like, we got some stuff, Chris. And that's what we do. Uh, today we have uh, Narek Vardanian who is the founder and CEO at prelaunch.com. We're going to be talking about crowdfunding, marketing products, selling products, uh, buying products, if you want to get involved with crowdfunding, and some of the different things. He's an amazing author as well. He wrote the book 57 Secrets, Secrets, 57 Secrets of Crowdfunding, uh, a step-by-step strategy to win big. You can get that on Amazon as well. And uh, we're going to be getting all the lowdown, seeing how the market's going over there on the crowdfunding service as well. Narek is a serial entrepreneur, author, and keynote speaker. He speaks about business-related topics, about management, growth, culture, and leadership, my favorite uh, topics. Uh, Together with his team, he is on a mission to create an ecosystem where all impactful innovations thrive. It contains service, software, and media companies to help innovators and creators succeed. Among them, prelaunch.com is a product-driven fit testing platform that helps creators validate their concepts and ideas through a unique trusted method- methodology. Method- method- I- I flunk saying great. Uh, before actually launching their products into uh, the markets, it helps save hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of product development. And he's also the bestseller of the uh, crowdfunding secrets book we have for mentioned. And he's been featuring Forbes, Bloomberg, and TEDx. Welcome to the show, Narek. How are you? Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome sauce. It's wonderful to have you as well. Uh, so give us your .com. I've kind of already plugged it a little bit, but give us any other .coms or wherever you want people to find you or get to know you guys better on the internet. It's naregvardayan.com, actually, or prelaunch.com. There you, you go. Launch an interesting product. There you go. What's the origin of your name and, and history? It's an Armenian name, actually. Ah, there and, you go. Yeah, and Vardayan is the, is the, is the Armenian surname, Armenian last name, so... 
that's where it comes from there you go well i so you're related to uh who's that uh who's that one chick uh who's uh the the big fashion guru i don't know is it she yeah are you related well she's also armenian so yeah. yeah yeah you guys own like glendale or something like that yeah. i think there you go. i grew up in la Crescenta near glendale you should ask her for money sometime you know she's got plenty of it i'm just an idea that's what i do man yeah. uh so, uh tell us a thirty thousand overview you call her up hey can i get some money chris said so uh and she's like yeah and you're like, holy shit, that worked. Uh, so give us a 30,000 overview of what your company does and how it does it. Well, pre-launch is a product validation platform, as we call it. So uh, it helps creators, innovators, creative minds to validate their concepts before actually launching them into the markets. So basically what we do, we help them to understand how well they will be doing in the market and who are their customers. Mm. So on one hand, you have creators who are placing their early stage concepts on the platform. So before investing, you know, time and money in developing them. And on the other hand, you have a community who is placing 10 to $20, like small amount of money to reserve a discount if those products actually are produced. Oh, so then wow. what launch does, does takes the data, analyzes it and provides very credible signals to creators on how well they are doing at an early stage. Oh. So that's, that's what we do. Now, are you guys a replacement for crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter and other things? Or are you guys like a pre-Kickstarter where you can just kind of see if, you know, anybody really likes your widget and maybe they don't, maybe you shouldn't waste your time? We are pre-everything, I would say. Okay. Pre-Kickstarter, pre-Amazon, pre-Shopify. So whenever you just have an idea, you have a concept, maybe you have a prototype, worked a little bit on it. And then you really don't know whether you should invest it or not. Then you're mm -hmm. going to launch. Then you can go to crowd to Kickstarter to raise some funds there. There you go. And you're going to know you, you probably have a better idea by doing it this way. If it has the potential to succeed on Kickstarter. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's good. I mean, so basically it's kind of like you're getting in on the ground level. It's kind of getting those early stocks on something if you really like it, and then you're going to get like a discount on it. And so you're, you know, a lot of people like to get on the Kickstarter thing because, you know, you kind of get a discount before it, you know, goes full uh, blow retail, you know, and it becomes like a big company, and you know, then you got to pay full price. Um, so this is one way to get early, early on, almost like seed investor sort of stuff or pricing. Yeah, absolutely. And the coolest thing is that, so it's based on real purchase intent, basically. Mm. So it's not that you just go and ask random people what you think about these products, etc. Uh -huh. et not that you are paying them, it's they pay you if they really like it. So it's like based on real behavior. So they put mm -hmm. down like skin in the game. And then like, that's the best validation ever, right? When people yeah. pull out their credit card and give you money for something that doesn't exist. That, that's, that beats everything out there. So then we take the data, analyze it, compare it with, its, with our benchmarks, and tell you how well you're doing, basically. Like, mm. uh, how is your price doing? How, wh who are your customers? Uh, why they are buying your products or why they are not buying your products? Uh, how you can improve it? So then you work them. We call it the co-creation. So you kind of work some enthusiast groups uh, that, that are really engaged with your products who really want to buy this product. So you, you co-create with them the products. And then when you launch already in the market, you're 100% confident that you're going to really succeed. This is really interesting too. You guys help give feedback and analytics on how to discover insights about your audience. And you may find out the people that are interested in buying your product are very different than maybe what your original thinking of target was. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's the goal. And you know, uh, entrepreneurs and creators they are very, very emotional. Very, they they love their their inventions, their thoughts. You know, everybody thinks that they are kind of genius. Yeah. Some of them really are, but uh, you don't really know whether you'll succeed or not until mm -hmm. you really talk to real customers. But how you'll know whether the people whom you are talking to are real customers or not? So this reservation funnel is is what we found out is the best validation out there there you go and you know the market really is uh in the consumer really is a good indicator i mean i guess sometimes it could be a business for you to be to be but the, the market is a good indicator of where you want to go um i think i talked about it in my book but you 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 know there were times where we th where we thought okay we're going this way with this new company we're launching and here's our business model and we're going that way and then after tripping either tripping into some other uh um industries that were like hey we really would like your product and you're like really because we were just going to go that way but i guess if you want to pay us we'll do you know some of your way and and then find finding out that it was much more profitable to go that way and uh, there was a lot more business and money at that way and a lot less competition because it was an untapped market and you know and and that saved us because we you know we, we ended up in a much better place. And so sometimes you, as an entrepreneur, you think you're going one place for the market, and you end up going someplace else. Uh, and so getting that feedback early on, you know, just saves you time, money, research. You know, you're not ten billion dollars in investments in R and D down the road, and then you're like, we got to go someplace else, but we don't have enough money to do it. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs don't have that money to do that change up. No, hundred percent. That's typically what's happening on pre-launch, and and how how creators are pivoting with the insights that they are getting. Right. Mm -hmm. So what ha what's happening is that they are ending up getting a totally new product. Sometimes, like we had a couple of in re recent interesting stories where somebody launched a product. You know, people for some reason don't like it. Then they gradually work with them, changed it, transformed it, changed the materials, changed the positioning basically everything, even the name. And then like after working with them like about eight months or so, they launched it and, and already knew that the metrics are good. So it was a really big success. There you go. And then you're throwing better money after good stuff instead of throwing bad money after bad stuff. Um, and there's nothing worse you can do because uh, usually you, you're on a limited timeline with funds and you're like, hey, we got to make this thing work or it's game over. And we got to get it going on. And uh, so we've got a limited amount of energy, limited amount of funds uh, for startup funds. And your burn rates, you know, eating you up on what it takes to create something. And so I love this concept. So, so people in the audience that are out there listening, they can join your website and be able to browse all these different offers that are out there in the marketplace, in your marketplace. Yeah. So, and and on the other hand, it's it's also pretty in interesting, like for the community mm -hmm. and and early adopters, as you say, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you you're able to join your favorite brands and discover their coming soon products at an early stage. Mm -hmm. And then, if you like something, you can put down like ten dollars or twenty dollars, like small amount of money, mm -hmm. and then you, then you can reserve a really interesting discount uh -huh. if these products are released into the market. So, so you're not really buying the full product per se. You're kind of no. like putting in a, an option yeah, yeah. if you will maybe exactly exactly and the cool thing go. is that if you change your mind for some reason like you bought something else from nearby stores you can come and cancel it and you'll receive a full oh, really? 
Wow. Yeah. So, so in the in case like the company decides to not move on with the production, which is totally okay with us, you can just you know receiving your funds back and and everybody's happy. So, and probably that gives some feedback too. If people, you know, it's kind of like when you have a high bounce rate on a website or you have a high cancellation on sales rate, you have to kind of go, why don't we have high cancellation on sales? Somehow people are having, uh, what's that term? Regret, sales regret, purchasing regret. They're having they're having regret of what they bought, and there's something maybe they either don't understand uh, that they're thinking they're having, it's causing them second thoughts, or you know there, there's something going on. You know they they're really excited to buy it, and then once they buy it and they're looking at it, they're like, I don't know about this now, and so um, that could be a feedback uh, lesson too for people. Yeah, no, definitely. Like um, we encourage a lot of feedback, and and typically. On the other side, on the community side as well, like if you really want to buy something and you see somebody's up to producing it, you have this opportunity to customize it according to like, you know, how you want it to shape it, right? You can mm -hmm. provide feedback according to the colors, functionality, I don't know, storage, et cetera, et cetera. And then creators listen because uh, like that's, that's, that's super helpful and then they're listening to their customers and, and creating best products. That's a good match. Definitely. And uh, so you also have an AI system or engine or market research assistant. Tell us how that works. That's kind of interesting. Everyone's into AI now. Yeah. So uh, AI is becoming kind of an electricity type of thing. It's everywhere. So uh, the thing is that... Um, I had some for breakfast in my Wheaties this morning. <laughs> So, like uh, when you're doing a research and you're an early, at an early stage as an entrepreneur, you also need to understand what your competitors are doing. Like uh. typically the, the companies or the creators, they go out and then they read hundreds of thousands of reviews of some of the similar products to understand, you know, what people like, what people dislike, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. So we've created this feature basically in pre-launch, which goes and then scans all these reviews, what people tell about your competitors, and then summarizes it into an interesting summary on, and basically tells you what they liked, what they disliked, and what are some of the missing opportunities out there that you can kind of feel with your product. So That's pretty brilliant. And so it helps yeah. you understand your potential, uh, 35 data points. Yeah, the, the 35 data points is our, we call it a pre-launch score. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we, we have this score because, you know, um, like you're, you're getting this data, you, you're doing your pre-launch, your validation, and you're getting a lot of metrics, and you need to understand, like, you know, how well you're doing. Somebody needs to tell you because there's a lot of data in the dashboards, right? So mm -hmm. this pre-launch score is a kind of combination of all these metrics in one, which, which basically tells you, like, are you, are you doing good or bad? And then you're changing stuff, and then you, you look at this metric, and it's a kind of guidance and North Star metric which shows you uh, whether you're on the, no, on the right track or, or not. Have you found that if people are meeting in your research or people are meeting those, those, those tick points, that they, they have a higher, better trajectory when they get on Kickstarter and crowd funding sites? Yeah, definitely. Like uh, we have about uh, 80, 90 percent, I would say, uh, accuracy. Wow. Uh, yeah. So if you see that something is really good on pre-launch, that's almost guaranteed it will work out on Kickstarter, on Amazon, on, on your website if you want to launch it. Uh, because it's a, it's the, the correlation is super high because that's 
that's tied on actual purchase intent, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's why uh, you know it's it's not biased. It's not compared with these focus groups, these surveys where you you know you go out. Typically, most of companies go out and pay people to so they tell their opinions. Uh, and in this case, it's it's the vice versa. Yeah, like you know, people are paying you and also are more engaged in telling them what you need to produce, how you need to produce, how you need to shape it. Uh, so that's why it's very accurate. There you go. And uh, you know that that just helps you to get on the to get more on the deals. You talk about how how to validate your idea being uh, more of a moonshot or a shower thought. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, what what does that mean? Um, you know, it, it's a kind of a little bit humorous way on how to put it, uh, but shower thoughts, uh, everybody's having shower thoughts, special entrepreneurs, you know, you mm -hmm. have these great ideas in the shower. We have even a, a very funny video about that. <laughs> and then uh, you think that, you know, it's definitely going to work. You need to put your, you know, all the resources on it, your time on it, you're selling your house, your car and putting all the money, all the energy into the product, which you doesn't really know uh, whether it will work out or not, right? So like our suggestion and advice to all the entrepreneurs, especially in the hardware, we're more a bit specialized in the consumer hardware domain, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, especially in there, the, uh, the energy and the investments are pretty high. Like, you know, to, to produce a single product on average, you need to spend from 300 to $500,000 uh, to, to get it going. So that's that's the minimum. Mm -hmm. uh, and before doing that, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's better that you, you know, get the data uh, which tells you um, whether you are on the right track or not and how yeah. to improve it. So it's not a binary. It's not just, you know, yes or no, but it's more of a kind of a guidance on what you need to improve your audience, your pricing strategy, your colors, your variations, what people tell about this, how uh -huh. they like it, et cetera, et cetera. There you go. And you guys have got over a thousand people that have signed up uh, to market their products. I'm looking through it right now. This is really cool. It's kind of like, you know, being on one of the crowdfund sites, you can see all the different uh, uh, cool products. And there's, there's a lot of cool things on here, man. I might give me a deal. Um, and, uh, you know, I like this because people can really, you know, focus groups uh, are really hard and expensive to try and do as a business, try and get a bunch of people together to talk. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs turn to their family and friends and they're like, hey, do you think this widget's a good idea? And their family and friends are like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> they're usually the worst people to take advice from unless they've run companies and do business. Um and, uh, you know, I mean, you can call, you, you can't, and, and sometimes if you have a really good idea too, you know, you got to worry about people stealing if you tell them about it. So sometimes it's better to get closer to market. Now, uh, do you want to tell us how you guys work? I mean, is there, is there a lot of fees charged up front that a company that might want to test out their pre-launch with you guys, or do you guys take a portion of the sales in the back end or how does it work? Oh, it's it's very affordable. Like we have a, it's a platform basically. It says it has a free plan, so you know people can register it, and with the free plan they can even play it around, understand how it works, etc. The metrics, the dashboard, um, and then the subscription stra starts from ninety five dollars uh, mm -hmm. a month, basically. Oh. Uh, and then the most popular plan, I would say, like where you have all the functionalities, all the advanced stuff, etc. Mm -hmm. is about $5,000 a year. Uh, that includes also this concierge service. This is where our guys also kind of take on board and try to support 
the teams, you know, with some of their 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 stuff that's going mm-hmm. to um, and and that's it basically. You you don't need to spend really fortune on getting all this accurate data. There you go. Hey, I already found a product I like on here. This is pretty cool, eh? So I have huskies, and one of the problems with huskies is they shed a lot, and they and there's two times a year where they basically molt, if you will, and they blow their whole coat as they as they call it, and it's a nightmare. And we're halfway through right now. There's a product on here called Wee Pack. I think it's, uh, I'm seeing that right through around the camera. Uh, the ultimate pet hair solution, and this is brilliant. Somebody's taken like a, a pet glove for hair where you can, it's got some things on it. So when you pet them with your hand, it uh, pulls the hair off, but it's hooked to a small vacuum. That's pretty darn brilliant, eh? That's, <laughs> yeah. I would buy that product. That is, that is, that is, I, I've been wondering because, you know, my dogs, uh, you know, they're not big fans of vacuums, but, you know, if you're petting them, and stuff they don't like the the hard brush they don't like the wire brush you know that it has tears out their undercoat and really digs that stuff out they don't like they don't like any of it but this might be a whole lot nicer and the problem with the brushing i have is you know you once you brush it out it's everywhere it looks like you exploded a dog in your backyard and uh, i'll take a picture and there's like a, there's like the whole area is covered in fur and they're like holy crap that came in on one dog and you're like yeah it's just the start so there's a lot of great products on here as i'm looking through here a lot of cool things uh do you have any product successes you want to tell us about any any standouts uh, i know you don't probably don't want to play favorites but yeah we're, we're having a lot of uh we, we have a lot of successful products and also a lot of unexpected successes i would say mm-hmm. Like products that probably nobody was believing that they're gonna be super successful, and eventually they turn out to, to become so. So one of the recent cases that we had was a electric motorcycle by former Harley Davidson senior engineer Eric Buell. Uh, this is a legendary person, like you know, pretty much the most famous guy in the motorcycle. Uh-huh. Like really, really big brand there. So uh, they started validating the, the concept of the motorcycle um, uh, about eight months ago and got a lot of data, uh, changed a lot of interesting stuff on the on the bike, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, listened to the customers, etc. And they launched it, I think, a week ago. Mm-hmm. And they did about $4 million in, in, in one or two weeks. So Holy yeah. crap. Is that the hyperspeed that I'm looking no, at? No, that's, that's... Fuel? Fuel, yeah, that's fuel, fuel. folded. Uh, the ultimate flat fat tire bike. There's a lot of cool things on here. There's even something looks like an old uh, big wheels from the kit. It looks like a grown up big wheels. Um, yeah. the drift one electric bike. This is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, lots of really cool products on here. And and those people who like deals and like shopping around and filling their cart with all sorts of stuff, you can check out all these cool latest products and uh, the world's longest range e-bikes holy crap lots of cool stuff here um and uh, people can do it they can test other stuff and it, it sounds like it doesn't cost them a fortune to do it i mean certainly if you launch on kickstarter now i think there's a lot of background that has to go on don't they have to hand approve everything now or something like that they have to make sure you have a product that works and stuff yeah you need to have a pretty ready product already yeah. when you go Kickstarter, you need to, you know, it's a kind of pre-production stage, I'd say. Sometimes mm-hmm. even a production stage. So you need to already, you have invested in the molding, in the prototypes, etc. So that's, you know, uh, you go to Kickstarter and then uh, if you see things are not working, uh, even even if you see so, you still have to deliver, you know, all those bakers, the products, etc. So there's no way 
to kind of uh, bake off from there. Uh, but with the pre-launch, you get the data, and then you decide uh, how you want to proceed. There you go. And then you guys help them build the landing page. Tell us how that works. Yeah, so uh, again, we have some AI tools as well on the on the platform. So you basically uh, just describe uh, what, what your idea is about, the product mm -hmm. is about, and then uh, your page is created. And mm -hmm. then if you if you want to change something, you go and it's it's very flexible and you can customize a lot of stuff uh, until you see that it's it's really something that you want it. There you go. And you can test different prices as well. That's kind of interesting. How does that work? How do you offer people different prices? Do you do A-B style testing or do you ask people, you know, what would you be willing to pay for this and see what they say? Uh, yeah, we changed the price. Uh, again, it's pretty normal on pre-launch. So we changed mm -hmm. the, the price uh, according to, uh, along the campaign. And then we see how, how people's reaction changes uh, based on that. An interesting thing is that, so when you are reserving a product and then the price kind of increases, the creator has this promise to still deliver you at a, at a lower price, right? So you, you, oh. don't, you, you kind of, uh, you're not damaged because of these price changes. And ah. if, if, if the price goes lower than you reserve, then he still has to give you a lower price. So in any way, you win as a customer. So you, I you, love that. Yeah. So uh, we, we thought that you know the, the community shouldn't be affected in all these fluctuations. But with this way, creators get a really, really good data because we had a couple of cases where we kind of were begging the creator to increase the price in the market because oh, really? the market was really ready to, to pay you know at least 50% more. And then uh, if you don't kind of put it that way, you're uh, putting the money on, on the table. Yeah. And then they launched it with a 50% uh, higher price, and then they, it was super successful, <laughs> and they got a really big margin. So especially oh. in, the, in, in the hardware, <laughs> where margins are, are very tiny, mm -hmm. uh, you need to be really, really kind of uh, sensitive on the best price you need to price your product. Now, they can use this for e-commerce sites as well. And I guess when they do run ads, people outside of your uh, community can see it as well. So they can just basically run an ad for the people on uh, the website and outside, and people can uh, take advantage of it. So they could go buy Facebook ads or something like that and promote it. Yeah, that's, that, that's typically how we are getting traffic on the site. Mm -hmm. So we promote it on Facebook, on Google, and then we bring some targeted audience. And then we see how they behave, basically, right? Right, so we see uh, how they're behaving, uh, you know, who reserves, who subscribes. We take a lot of metrics, analyze a lot of data. So basically anything that's related on the purchase intent, we take that data. And then as we are doing this for quite some time, we already have a really good grasp on, you know, what everything means. Uh, well, this is awesome. I mean, getting that pre-sales feedback, because there's nothing worse than, you know, I've launched products or companies, and I'm like, this this is going to be the next big thing. This is going to work, and this is going to be awesome. And then and then it bombs, and you're like, well, okay, uh, we got to do some adjusting here. We either got to find a, a market for this product, because clearly the one we thought is the right market isn't, or we've got to find, uh, I don't know, some some way to make this thing work, or that, or sometimes you just got to ditch it. I mean, that's just sometimes, that's just how it goes. It's, it's a rough life. And so I love this, where you can suss out a uh, idea or concept or product and then get feedback, and then you can dial in, if you will, to the audience target that is best served for you and might not even be the one you're originally thinking of. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of products that come to market. I, I'm thinking of gaming as one. 
uh, sometimes social media in its early days would get product feedback from its community and the community would help shape it. And so this kind of gives you that same sort of format where the community and your audience of potential buyers or buyers can help shape your product to improve it the way they want. There's a lot of times where I tell people, hey, you should do this with your product. And they're just like, yeah, whatever. And you're just like, dude, you're missing. You're missing a whole lot of money. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just about, you know, uh, tiny details and then small stuff. But, but you need to listen to them, listen to them and then get get this data. So. Oh, definitely. Because then, and then you have the potential to open up in the markets. What haven't we talked about about your company, prelaunch.com, that we haven't touched on? Um, so uh, an interesting thing is that we we started to see interest from bigger companies as well. So it's apparently oh, yeah. a problem in in in, in everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, just developing uh, and launching the product is really hard. And you you might think that you know bigger companies has all these resources, trends, etc. They do have, but you know nobody can really really forecast on what's going to work and and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And they also spending literally millions of dollars into the products that, that are failing. So we, we started to work with a couple of, uh, you know, big brands already and then started to help them on validating their concepts. So, yeah. This is awesome. Well, I'm going to have fun going through the site just as a, as a buyer looking for cool stuff to put down and validate. And I'm kind of a, being an entrepreneur, I kind of have a brain that I like looking at stuff and go, that's brilliant. That's innovative. Or here's maybe a way that can be better. And I guess um, you can feedback to them that sort of information. Can you, can you say, Hey, you should do it this way or, or, uh, Hey, I think you'd be better if you did this or something. I don't know. Can you provide that feedback as a community? Yeah, we we call it the co-creation. So you become a co-creator alongside with the creator. So you, you kind of get on calls, uh, you, you get, you know, you provide more feedback. Of course, you're getting some more discounts, some more perks because of that. But if, if you really want to, you know, get this product and you're the customer, there are a lot of ways on how you can shape it and customize it uh, according to your requirements. So there you you're, go. you're benefiting as well as a, as, a, as a buyer. Well, this is awesome. Give me your final thoughts as we go out on uh, how you guys do it and what you do. Um, we think this, uh, you know, this should become a standard of launching the products because uh, we have seen so much successes into into the companies who were uh, just nobody was believing in them, nobody was believing in their ideas that you know that they're gonna do fine, and and they they did the pre-launch, they got the data, and we have all these stories, so we are pretty excited that uh, you know this this can really work for uh, for for many companies, uh, you know, despite of their size, uh, small and big. They can uh, get to their customers at an early stage, at, at the earliest possible stage, uh, understand how well they are doing, understand who are their customers, why they are buying their products, mm-hmm. and then move forward confidently. Like, you know, this, this increases the chances of success so much that you, we're really excited about it. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can, you can pre-plan out these things and hit the mark better and launch right, I mean, you know, between energy and, and time funds wasted, you know, you're when you start a company, you've got a burn rate. And uh, and then plus you can kind of suss out ideas and say, hey, do we think it's a good idea or maybe this is not a great idea? Let's let's see how it works. So give me your dot coms as we go out so we can uh, find you guys on the interwebs. It's prelaunch.com basically. That's the place you know you can you can find us. Um, I have my own newsletter, it's narekvardanyan.com, uh, where I share some of the stuff that I find on validation, on marketing, on agency type of stuff, etc. So, yeah, 
There you go. Well, folks, check it out uh, at uh, the website so you can uh, order up the products. I'm taking a look at them right now, and I'm going to spend some time after the show looking at one in Kenya. There's a lot of fun stuff that's over here. Thank you very much, Nark, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. There you go. And thanks so much for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com. Refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Give us a five-star review over there on the iTunes. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other, and we'll see you guys next time. And that should have.